When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 5X480. Dayton B100 V-Belt, one of the many parts Granger carries. It's also the item that helped Rob carry the day. The job was on hold, deadline fast approaching. But a quick search on Granger.com and Rob found his part. And with same-day pickup at his local branch, he and his crew got the job done safely and on time. Get supplies and solutions for every industry with real-time product availability. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. A camel I've got a question in from Buffalo Bill. He said. It's it's at, at the Bill Nick after season party, after we've won the double, beaten the scum in the final as well, Kane asked for a pinch of cocaine. Do you let him? I mean, hypothetically, if I did such things, I would let him do yes. It's all hypothetical. It's all <laughs> hypothetical. But you, you, your first in answer is yeah, I would let him. Oh hell yeah! Everyone's in ecstasy, man. You know, I mean, you thought you thought about the fallout. What if he gets drug tested? It's out, it's, out, it's out of the season. I mean, obviously, we can't say... <laughs> you're, still, you're still open to drug testing, aren't you? No, I think if it's out of... If, I, don't, I don't want to say too much in case we get in trouble, but... 
If we it's a bit like so, but it's a bit like in boxing. If they're not fighting, mm. they don't get tested. If it's out of season, then they won't. If if we do the double, that's this is as good as it's ever going to get. This, there's, it's just brilliant. There's nothing happening after that. So let him do what he wants. No, it's not let him do what he wants. Of course he can as an adult. He can yeah. do what he wants. It's would you give it to him? Would you be responsible for putting that in his body no matter how desperate? That's the question. And I couldn't get in trouble. Well, of course you could. Whatever. The no, question. yeah, I don't want to get in trouble. All right. Um, I don't want to get in trouble either. <laughs> but uh, if... Uh, what if you weren't getting in trouble Harry Kane might? It's a split second thing well, though. Well, if he's just there. Would, uh, there'd be no chance of the cups or anything being taken away, would there? If you tested positive, then quite possibly, yeah. Uh, Especially if he scored. No, then I would, yeah, definitely wouldn't. No, well, so you've got... Say, say no, it? Yeah. Well, no. you said yeah. So, yeah, but I don't want to say yes, no, put all that in there. Yeah, but you've got to think about your answer. You're responsible, you're a responsible adult, <laughs> see? It's not for us to change your mind. You were in it, t- anyhow. Mm. Tell you what, I'd do it off his face. And then say no. <laughs> well, f- first of all, my, my, my initial thoughts were, are you talking about, like, a pinch or a line? Because if he's doing, like, a... A fat like Liam Gallagher monobrow type line. Mm. That's a lot, and I, I need that. <laughs> can't you? Can't you just rub I, it on I his gums? You know, just a little a pinch. Still would test positive. Yeah, I know, but just to rub it on his gums. You know, what I was hoping. I, you know, anyway. what I was hoping for. I, I thought let's make the fighting cock a little bit more serious. Let's get let's get a bit more highbrow. Why? I don't. I'm joking. Um, no, I absolutely. We, we wouldn't. are what we are. I wouldn't. Yeah, but. The, I, I want to interview Daniel Levy one day. That's that's my oh, dream. That's, that's, that's an issue. This is not the start but, we should have had for the pod. But you know what? If that's what I wanted. Don't send in this tape. If Don't I'm, listen. The club always listen. Is that your dream, to get an interview with... Uh, Can you... Dream? It's one of the dreams. Him and David Bentley, yeah. Uh, we like, we should like start a campaign. Yeah, what? Delete every podcast I've ever made. Just, <laughs> just completely restart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, not talking about this stuff is would but to be deny who we are. Yeah. And either Daniel Levy wants to come on the fighting cock or he doesn't. Alright, that's fine. Yeah. Um it's my answer is uh, no, although I'd be massively excited by the situation. <laughs> um but yeah, I probably would 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 say no. Um Can't be bothered to push T shirt sort of fancy. So do after half time. I'm not gonna do it. Well, we have got a belt in Fighting Cock T-shirt, actually. One, most of them are off now because we work on this weird campaign system that uh, means that they only run for a certain amount of time. All of them are going to be relisted uh, up until the end of April and then it will be done. No more T-shirts for a couple of months at all. There is one, though, that's still available uh, currently when you hear this and that's the Harry Kane, Big Daddy Kane one, which has been quite popular so far. It's been a good... Good little T-shirt. What did you say, T? Has anyone taken a picture of them? Has anyone yeah, not, not a single person to be asked. I don't know. I, don't I know. think it's just maybe a discussion. We <laughs> yeah, but no. If anyone's if anyone's received it, can they take a picture, tweet at Love the Share, or put it on our Facebook page and we'll, yeah. we'll share it. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. Um, before we come to the semi-finals, it is semi-final week, and that is a massive, massive time for Tottenham. We're going to come into all your feelings and what, how, how you feel going into this game, and and and, and your thoughts and what. What I when I think about this game, I have images and 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 things that have played out in the past that run through my head. We've we've had this fixture before against Chelsea at Wembley, so I want to think to think about the the images and and the the kind of motion image that appears inside your head when you think about that. But first, um, let's go on to Saturday's game against Bournemouth at home. Um, I was a little bit anxious going into it because of that tweet I did the other day. Ricky's not happy with me at all. <laughs> no. Um, 
I basically what? Let me just explain. Pull the tweet. Pull the tweet. Can't now. I know. I know. Not now. God now. Balls <laughs> out. Balls out. I mean, I, I get that I've tweeted on behalf of all of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate that that might rankle somewhat. But, but can I just give you my where I was at when I tweeted? First right? off, say what the tweet is. The tweet was mind the fucking gap. No, mind the gap. You fucking slags. In caps lock. In caps lock, which makes double. Tentos. Yeah, that right. is pure tentos. That is right, but so, so this is where I was at. Literally had a few beers. We'd done the podcast. I'd had some beers with Tony afterwards. I was pretty drunk, right? When you're drunk, you feel like you're doing the right thing. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I feel like I'm doing more the right thing when I'm drunk than I'm when I'm sober. So I sat down and I wasn't even thinking about tweeting. I sat down, watched Smash of the Day or the highlights with my old man, and my dad was just going on and on and on about how broken Arsenal are how shit they are he's never seen an Arsenal team this bad he was filling my head with nonsense he's filling it and I just reacted quickly without thinking so are you saying in a long way that this is Dave's fault yes because Dave did also say that we're going to win the league and we didn't so he's had previous but he's my dad and he has an influence over me and he wouldn't be a very good dad if he didn't so it is kind of his fault but if they don't claw back the 14 points that they are behind us with only six games to go, <laughs> then um, then it is then, then you know we we did the right thing by going early, going before everyone else. <laughs> that's, that's true. Life's yeah. too short, man. It is too short, but it, it does come back. I mean, sometimes it's too short to have to go through the horror of having made that tweet and it come back on top of you. There. But after ev- as I've said a couple of times now, after everything that has happened, lasagna gate, Chelsea winning the Champions League, this would be worse. I don't think it makes. I don't. Think it makes, I don't <clears throat> those ones were her, just as horrific. And if that happens, fine. Nothing's changed, does it? Next season, nothing's changed. We'll still be there. We'll still be doing this. It's fine. You say that, and then I remember as well. Was it the red nap when they were like we were ten points clear or whatever? Twelve. What I think twelve. Yeah, How many games happened. was that to go? That was about. That was quite. That a, was a normal. Doesn't game. matter. Yeah. Still painful. <laughs> the uh, Newcastle as well. Last season, five-one. Maybe beast of the downward spiral. Painful downward spiral. Painful. I just, you know, that's a lot of lessons we've just bullet pointed just there. And I've, I've spat in the face of all those. Yeah. <laughs> you and Rick I'm was proud. Furious. I'm proud that you have done. Thank you, mate. I'm proud that you have done. I think um, mm. when you when you've suffered that much so far, man, I just think, well, just fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, how do you pronounce the word nihilistic? Is that how you pronounce the word? Yeah, nihilism. Yeah. It's... Yeah. That's that's how we feel. Fuck it. Do you know? It's like, what if you could, like, this is the, like, fuck them. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know people are going to get me. I understand that. But they're not going to make me feel any worse than I would do. And I'm sorry I brought all of your into this. Ricky was furious. <laughs> I know he was. <laughs> I know he was. And I, I don't want to make Ricky furious. Because he's my best I friend. Do. He's hilarious. <laughs> he's my best friend. But Rick. I can't stay mad at you. We got it, all right? Yeah, I know. Yeah? Yeah, I- I just didn't want to be outward there at that time. A couple more can, games. Can we all say it together then? No. No. I can't. I'll, 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 I can't I'll, come it. on. So don't give it the bigger than me. I'll, I'll do it because I am genuinely convinced that we're going to win the league. Oh, God, yeah, man. We didn't, we, I wasn't win asking the league. for that. I just mate. want to finish by <laughs> Arsenal. Oh, well, we'll win the league. I don't think we'll win the double, but we'll win the league. What? I said this at the, li- at the last live show. I yeah, said. He did. You said we'll win the league. You didn't talk about not winning the double, being in the semi final. I don't think we'll win the I don't know, I, 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 I know, but I just don't think life's just not that kind. Um, I think I, I think the league we got it. Anyway, right. we'll, I'll have to discuss it a bit because there's many factors. Okay, so um, so yeah, as it stands, 14 above Arsenal, 
Um, it was comfortable in the most extreme against Bournemouth. Again, I don't I mean, it feels like a theme's coming out, but it was a year ago to this day that we beat Stoke 4 yeah. 0 away. And at that time, we were flying. Yeah. We were fucking flying. I mean, we, weren't, we, we didn't amass as many points as we have this season, but we were, we were going some. And then after that, we didn't put, win another point, another game all season. Yeah. Any part of you worry about that end of season burnout that Pochettino's had, we should say, in every, every single one of his clubs? Every seasons. waking moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, even though I am reminded that that's, ha- that's happened in every single season that Potts has been manager um, and for the clubs he's been manager for I just can't shake that feeling that the momentum and I'm getting uh, it's the occasion of the whole thing yeah. I remember um, in Dream Team uh, <laughs> Frank, Chester, you know. yeah, Fra- Frank Patcher uh, I think his name is Frank, Fra- Frank Patcher or something like that um, he always said um, play the game not the occasion Mm-hmm. And I'm getting carried away with the occasion, and, and it all it happens every time. And my dreams are always broken, and I'm left there sweeping my dreams up. Yeah. Um, Do you know? But but um, yeah, I, I'm I'm still I still I still kind of like it's kind of like you know how how it's going to end, but you still can't because because law of averages would say that one time it's all going to work out right for us. Look at look at our league form, Rick. Look, 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 look. But we did that last season. No, 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 not like this. Not like this. Listen, scored more than anyone else in the league, conceded less than anyone else in the league, had the best goal difference in all of England. Come on, Rick. We've got three players that have scored 20 goals this season, or they will have by the end of the season, 20 goals. The last time that happened, 1961, when we won the double. Oh, God. Harry Kane scored uh, 20 goals three times in, in sorry, three separate seasons. Only Nistelrooy and Shearer, and who else? Henri. Henri yeah. has done oh. that previously. That's amazing. <laughs> you know I mean? there's, there's a lot to be hopeful about. There's not actually. There's a lot to be fucking expectant about. <laughs> I mean, um, no, with boxers, <laughs> when boxers have a training camp, it's all about peaking at the right time. Same with um, you know people who run marathons. They have to taper themselves down and be ready at the right time. And in terms of the way we've we've controlled this season, we've peaked at almost almost the right time. Yeah. Our best form has come. Pretty much since since we lost to Liverpool, we've just been in the crest of a wave. Son's got nine goals in six games. Deli Ali's reminding some some of our fans of, of Bell a couple of seasons ago. I think he's called in, in terms of his effect on the yeah, the game. his effect on the team. I mean, he had a quiet game on Saturday, but you always thought he was going to get a goal. He didn't mm. but I thought, Yeah, he's going to get a goal somewhere. And it's just the confidence that that this team have. It just it feels different from last. I know it's an easy thing to say, but it feels very different from from last season. So you know, like the best male performers in porn. But they can peak whenever they want. They can explode on command. Yeah. Mm. Right. But most of them are pretty ugly. Peter North wasn't a good-looking bloke. You know, he was an average-looking bloke, but he could explode a whole lot of cum whenever he wanted to. And that is a talent. We are Peter North's cock. We are okay. Peter North's North Peter North's cock with Ryan Godley's face and body. You know, That's what Tottenham is at the moment. You know, when, and we're um, going to peak at the right time, and we're going to explode all over. What? You know when he, <laughs> you know when teams walk out. I'm supposed to live at the end of that fucking anecdote. Oh, right, go on, go on. Nah, <laughs> spoiled on some big boobs or something. <laughs> no, because that, that reminded me of um, the scene that Lexington Steel had of a girl called Sandra Sandra Remain. Another. I should have used Lexington Steel. And another porno one. It's, it's like um, the scene's about to start. It's just relaxed. It's having a, it's having a bit of weed. Mm. She's just laying there, you know, 
getting herself ready for this thing. He fucking destroyed her. <laughs> and it felt like that. And I thought, that's what's felt like on Saturday. You know, just walked up chewing gum, spit the gum out, bit sh- of weed. Yeah, you know, shake hands with their players. Wallop! <laughs> Even Dembele's shooting. Twice. Tell you what, yeah, if you go on any of those porn websites, just search for Lexington Steel, Sandra Romain, yeah? Right. Demolition. That's what that Bournemouth game was. I can't And that's that, what... Yeah. And... Yeah. And you know what? I think Pochettino, there's, there's a lot been said about Pochettino, about his team's fading. you say when Match of the Day should have come on, they should have just played that Bournemouth? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love it. You know, I mean, this is... The thing is, we've been conditioned to find stuff like porn and drugs, like, offensive and that it's wrong. But yeah. everyone... Every single person who's listened to this podcast was here because of sex, so deal with it. That's how you came on this earth. That is true. So <laughs> Is that related no to No turkey based shit. <laughs> now I'm just saying the stuff we're talking about, people might be uncomfortable with it, but, but it's real. And, oh, right, yeah. I don't worry about it. On, back to football, I think it's, am- I think it's amazing what Potts has done. Is that, um, every, at the end of every single season, it was like, the end of each season, his teams fall off. You know, his, his double sessions are to too much. To be fair, much. though, no one, ever, no one was ever conceived by spaffing on someone's face or tits. Mm. That is true, but maybe they come inside them and you don't notice it, because they're that professional. Right. And then a bit of residual. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a bit, a bit, a bit of pre-cum. I'm still, I'm still reading from spaffing. <laughs> go on, go on, let's bring it back to Spurs. Go right, on. bring it back to Spurs. <clears throat> Um, no, my point was about point. No. <laughs> um, the the game against uh, Bournemouth, I, I was a little bit ner- I was a little bit nervous because like they, they do play good football, they're they're down there a bit, and I thought they'd put up more of a fight. But at times, I just felt like it was a bit like a, an exhibition game, it was like a friendly. Mm. Like we had a lot more chances. You know, it it was four nil. It could have been eight nil. But it felt like that if there was a bit more pressure and a bit more focus, then we would put, put the ball in. But it was kind of like, I mean, these positions just hit the low shot. The keeper would save it. But like, I think if there, if it was kind of a bit more, I don't know. It just felt that it wasn't. It, like we, we'd already won before the game had started. Yeah. That's how. That's how much the momentum was. It's like we're just going into these games at Wild Lane, and whoever is laid before us will be swept aside. I mean, it was just a complete demolition. I think we had 14 shots on target, 10 off target. Um, we, we were just pinned in their half. It's a bit like um, attack against defence. And, um, you know, there's been a video doing the rounds, um, talking about t- tactics, I think, put the video together of yeah. Gary Neville and Carrigo waxing lyrical about this team. Yeah. And it's, it's just relentless. It's all very, it's very deliberate, the way that we're destroying teams. And we, when, when Kane got injured and when Rose got injured, we really... Now, we were fucking devastated. We thought, how are we going to replace these guys? Mm. And other people have stepped up brilliantly. I mean, fucking, what's his face? Left back, Davies. Yeah. He's, that's, I keep, I always hate him. You hate him? He's, I'm not being negative because everyone's, everyone's doing great, but it's, he's not good enough. But anyway, go on, go on. What, who do you want as a replacement? As I, a I refuse, to I don't a, want to talk about really, it. Yeah, it's really negative, but I, I refuse to believe that we can't find a better um, a back, a deputy left back than Davis. I want a better, I want why, a deputy why level. Why are you doing it? Do you, are, are I you, didn't want to tee boy up. No, do you? It, it, <laughs> are you one of those pricks, right? The, the, the contrary, right? That everyone's, everyone's unhappy and you're like, oh, I think you know me. And now, now, because we're sounding a bit positive about Davis, who I should say, in the power stats on Sky, 
is moved into the top 20 most influential players in really? the whole league. I'm going to let you... Spurs have 10 players in it currently. In the top 10 or the top Some 20? Top 20. What is a power stat? I don't know. Exactly. Power, power rankings or something. Something the kids Jung like. Son is top. Son is number one, isn't he? I don't, because I think he's, I think he's done a good, good job. I just... Uh... Oh, because Alex from Bristol... Some, some fucking backwater town you're from in West Country where they shoot dogs Shit, for fun. Shit, bruv, man. Is that what it is? Man, yeah, is because sending. you got an opinion. He needs to flip the table and walk out, mate. He's got an opinion about... Oh, he did that the other week. That's old. That was good. That was a good ending. Uh, right. Oh, sorry, go on now. Go. I, I was play. I was going to say, it was just like... It was playground stuff, wasn't yeah. it? So it was almost like you know, the, the kid that is evidently... 20 times better than anyone else on the playground just dribbling around and scoring taking about taking every corner taking every free kick that's that's what it was like but I felt you know just very quickly on we talked about how you know this time last year it was Stoke and, and we were flying and how this year feels a bit different I genuinely believe that the, the Chelsea game last year was was a turning point for us in terms of attitude in terms of learning from from that performance and learning maybe not to let things get into your head quite mm. as much and to keep focused and to and to like T said just be more ruthless in the times where it matters to get those games done and, and out of the way but we lost games after that yeah but I think but the, look at the West Brom and, and Chelsea thing the, the league had gone and you know there's almost a, a bit of the league had gone before that Chelsea the game. West Brom game yeah I think the Chelsea a lot of it was out of anger and, and yeah. frustration we were the, anyway I'm not going to go into this again because we'll be here all night yeah Bournemouth uh, kind of set up a, a lot like us of uh exactly how, how Potts plays and these are a few, few quotes one of the toughest games I've been involved with physically and mentally That's, that was Mark Pugh for uh, Bournemouth it wasn't through a lack of effort but we just couldn't get to grips with their aggression their movement off the ball was unbelievable collectively they are by far the best team in the league and that was Harry Arter and then uh, Eddie Howe says, has said uh, Tottenham are a team that we aspire to I am so hard. It's <laughs> that is incredible, isn't it? When it is good. People are talking about Spurs like that. It's like we've we've gone through a lot as Spurs fans. Yeah. A lot of mediocrity, a lot of shit, and a lot. If you think of when Pochettino turned up, we had a lot of poisonous people in our in our club as well. Yes. You know, Kabul. I don't want to say Lennon, but you know, a couple of others as well. Adi Bayor. And he came in, and he, I think he tried to mend that by making, you know, captain. I think Kabul was club captain, and Adibai was vice captain. Yeah. I might be wrong. And he realised it wasn't fit, and he, and he managed to transfer him for that. I think Gary Neville said it on Monday Night Football. He's turned it around into something that people are saying, like Eddie Howe, who I have massive respect for, and I think he's going to be an amazing manager. I really do think he's got a great future, potentially a, a top manager in the future. The way uh, in, in the future, the way he plays football, um, the way he wants his team to play football. For him to say. We, we aspire to be Tottenham I mean Bournemouth should fucking aspire to be Tottenham hmm. Tim Pot little fuck off Bournemouth <laughs> but thanks for your words and sentiment <laughs> they spent 15 million on Jordan Ibe and 10 million on Phoebe so they've got to do that I wasn't even in the squad was he on, um, <coughs> no. on Saturday no mm. but um, um, go on. I've got to talk about Janssen you've got a goal yeah. brilliant loved oh, it oh, right. so yeah, the no, the what are you doing ben this Davies you're getting on my nerves <laughs> nerves, <laughs> nerves. Um, no, no, but I'm not. I'm sorry about getting on your nerves, all right. But you can't fucking give Davies shit and then big up Janssen for what's going a goal which he should have fucking scored in the first first attempt. He can do what he wants. It's his opinion. He might be wrong. His, but opinion, it's his opinion. My podcast. 
That's, that's what everything that happens boils down to. <laughs> Alex, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm only joking. But, no, I was, I, I, was, I was excited to see him score. But the reaction of the, of his teammates and it was the, lovely. And the it was, yeah. And Pochettino was, as well. Our first shot was going horribly, horribly wide. What do you mean it was going wide? Oh, 100%. It was going horribly wide, yeah. Really? Yeah, no, 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 no chance. No, no. That was that was dribbling. Not even not even off the ground. That was dribbling. That was dribbling. Dribbling more. But not 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 more pejorative way to uh, to describe a a a striker's finishes to dribble wide. It was no. It was Pochettino's reaction to it was 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 even better. Um, you know, four 0 up, literally the last minute of the game. Yeah, was um, was great. Can I can I ask? I mean, it's great. It's great to see Anthony. Let's hope hope uh, again. Continue hope that he does all right. Um, but you know, let's not let's not talk about concentrate on the negative at all. Um, looking at our running, it they are when when people say cup finals, like they're fucking huge. Apart from Hull away at the end of the season. They may be, you know, they may be struggling, fighting for relegation. But you've got Palace away, you've got Leicester away, um, you've got West Ham away, and then you've got Man United and Arsenal at home. So the next three games, t- discounting the semi, the semi final, Palace away, Arsenal at home, West Palace, Ham. Arsenal, West Ham, United. But what, what, yeah, we got, what four, you got yeah. to see, we've got six games each left. Us and Chelsea. Chelsea have got four at home, mm. two away. We've got four away and two at home. And their last two games are at home and our last two are away. And not only that, Leicester are in form and Palace has second form, <coughs> form behind us in the whole our league. Do you not think, though, I think none of them have faced us. It's all right having form, but you've got to face Tottenham eventually. Part, that's genuinely partly how I feel. I, I, I tweeted yesterday that I, spent, I sat up on Saturday night um, for quite a long time in the dark with my eyes open in bed, just imagining what it's going to be like when, when, when we lift that trophy. Oh, and bless you. And, and, but, and I was thinking over the head on the games, you know when you look at these games and you tighten up the points as you, as you do, and I was just like, there's, there's no point in even doing this because this, this is a different outfit. Whether, whether that's a different outfit that then goes on and wins each of these six games and does it in utter glory, or whether we end up not quite making it and Chelsea kind of finish over the line <coughs> hobbling just, mm. it doesn't really make much difference. I think there's no reason why now, going playing United... Arsenal, Chelsea in the semi-final. None of it. None of it scares me. Like not even. We might lose, but none of it. I'm not like. You know, if we get a win out of there, that'd be a bonus. I, I ex- not expect it, but there's absolutely no reason why we shouldn't. For now, the first time in my life, I, the Wembley, the Wembley thing against Chelsea. I, 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 then we'll talk about that in a second. But the first time in my life, we're <clears> going into that Arsenal game. This worries me somewhat. Not afraid. They're afraid. I've spoken to a few of their fans one of their most prominent fans and he doesn't want it mm. he is not interested in coming to what <laughs> he's going mm. but he's not interested doesn't want it do you think the difference is and I, 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 I've looked at it now before there's no reason why and you look at those games and go there's no reason why we couldn't go there and win or win that game now it's there's no reason why we shouldn't Go around that win. Do you know what I mean? It was a question of we can if we turn up on that. See, day. and, that, and that, that's that's the difference. That's the difference in yeah. psychology. And and maybe you're right. Hopefully that has changed after the Chelsea game. <clears throat> it's that difference between there's no reason why we couldn't. So no, there's no reason why we shouldn't. It's massive difference there. Mm-hmm. It takes a different psychology. And you listen to all the quotes and and things that come out from the managers and how positive the fans, uh, sorry the players are, and, and and how they believe in their manager system. And you don't know how much to take of it. Is it? Real, what they're saying? Do they believe it, or are they just giving sound bites for the media? They know the fans are going to like, and we'll find out in the last six games. 
I know it's quite, um, you can either say it's obvious, pragmatic, cliche, whatever the fuck. Mm. But <clears throat> if you want to be champions, then the teams that are put in front of you, you've got to beat. And the thing is as well that, like from for, from previous experience of Tottenham uh, and, for want of a better word, <clears throat> in Spursy, mm. if we were top of the league and we had to maintain being top of the league and you go into games like Palace away or whatever, and we're four points clear, and you're like, okay, even if we draw this, then we are still three points ahead of Chelsea, whatever. But you're always looking over your shoulder, and you don't know what called... Like, do you, do you just go all out attack? Do you just go for the win all the time? Because you've got to be like... You've, you've got to play each game as it comes and knowing what the other person's going to do. But us at the moment, we've only got one way. We can mm-hmm. only go out and attack, and we can only go out and win... And that's the only reason how we're going to get those points back. So there is, it's just full out attack every fucking time. And what Spurs remind me of at the moment is, you remember when Liverpool were going to win the league and the first 20 minutes, half hour, they're playing against people and blitzing the fuck out of them, 3 4 nil, and then it was, the, the game was dead. And at the moment, we've come into this peak and this momentum that's taken us there. And we're just blitzing teams like first half. And then... We're coming into like the the final six games, and I think that as we get there, we're we're just going to carry on doing that. Well, so it's what it feels doing like that as well. Mm. Like, it feels like Chelsea have peaked. It feels like Leithon. It feels like they've peaked, and then it feels like we haven't. Yeah, yeah. Like, we we win. We got six <clears throat> games. Yeah. Like forget the FA Cup because we're going to come onto the FA Cup. We've got six games. We've got six games to go, um, and. It's we we if we win those six games we win the fucking league and we could yeah. and, and and not only that imagine winning those six games fucking West Ham away yeah. Leicester away fucked us last season fuck them scum and then uh, Man United at home Arsenal at home uh, Palace away fuck Sam Allardyce mm. and then at the end destroying Hull just because we can, not that they deserve it. The manager's got that three-year unbeaten home record. That would be nice to break that. Yeah, yeah but let's just destroy him, because fuck hole. And I, Gary Neville said the other day, there's nothing worse than being, than being chased. Yeah. You know, like you said, Rick, trying to maintain a four-point lead now would be, oh my God, it would be hell. I said the other week, it would just be horrific. You're right, you did say that. And there is... He, he said that there's nothing worse than being chased when you know that someone... And that's where United would get their... Um, their oats from you know what I mean yeah. when they were chasing down the Blackburn and, and Newcastle I didn't do Blackburn obviously but Newcastle you know when Newcastle were 12 <laughs> points clear you know that's that's where that stems from and there's also no no pressure on us now because as much as people go and oh Spurs bottled it this year we didn't bottle alright we might have bottled just, second place but we didn't bottle fuck all because we were we had nothing to there wasn't anything there to bottle and yeah. the same here if we were four points clear now and then it fucked fine and it's different yeah. from chasing Leicester than there is this, uh, from chasing Chelsea mm-hmm. I mean um when we played Palace, Chelsea would have played the day before, and on on Saturday that would be pressure. I mean, on on Saturday, if it's over ninety minutes, it will benefit both teams. If it's over one hundred and twenty minutes and it's penalties, mm-hmm. there's a there's a mental and physical stress that I'll that I'll put on us. So we could be, we could be knackered by the time we play um, Palace because it's got to be settled on the day. And when the Chelsea Chelsea played the day before against Southampton, it was twenty fifth, and we played Palace the day after. So either way, they they are at a, in theory at a disadvantage. Not really, because what? because if they win again, the pressure's on us. 
It's like less yeah, than last year. They've got, day, they've got one day less. Right, so. I get if, if they happen to go through 120 minutes of football and penalties, mm. and they lose, yeah. but then even if, and then find somehow find a way to win their game, yeah. then obviously we're at a disadvantage. But in terms of we're in a beneficial position in in terms of the fixtures because we've got we've got 24 hours to recover, and they ain't. Yeah. It's and then all, it's, it's sorry, a local. Well, they're at home. We're away to Palace. It's the same. It, it's all nuanced. This uh, this part of the season in this type of situation, like you say, with Chelsea looking like they are stumbling slightly, and if if Alonso is out for any any period of time, I think is going to be a big um, a big issue for him. I think Courtois <coughs> is a bigger injury, isn't it? <coughs> what in terms of length? In terms of length, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <coughs> there's going to be twists and turns in this, and and Chelsea will drop points against someone they don't expect to, and, and probably so will we. But well, they've got Everton um, away, and Everton. I've got one of the best home records in the league, so that could be tough. And 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 just but just you know that's why it's why this league is it is the most entertaining league in the world because you you purely don't need to happen. You know Liverpool mess you know bottling it against Palace you know that season when they were about yeah. to win the league. Who saw that coming? That night was amazing. Oh, it was brilliant, me, wasn't it? I think it's me, Flav, James Moore, someone else on the pod that night, mm. and he went to him um, the Villiers Terrace, and I saw the score. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, Gerard <laughs> pushing the camera away because Suarez was crying was oh. genuinely one of the best. Yeah, it's like absolute respect. Fucking shut your mouth! Absolute nonsense. How about you just? If that happens, I'd put the camera in their faces. Deal with it, man. Yeah, I'd like to try. I'd be trying to pull these shorts down. Let's see a dick. Let's see a dick. <laughs> put it like, a, like, a, like an Argos Biro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just show me a dick. I don't give a shit. I was cheering that like I cheered Wilshire breaking his ankle. One oh night. yeah, you've got to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. we haven't got to talk about. So, so just quickly round the table. If it happened again, would you cheer his injury, Rick? Yeah, hundred percent. Yes, it wasn't terminal. I think it, it was. It wasn't the right the situation. If it was terminal illness, would you cheer it? Cheer it? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Initially, I would cheer it if he was like really. No, 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 no. If it was like a leg break. No, no. Um, uh, like all seriousness, um, absolutely no issue. No issue with it, with, with anyone cheering that. Um, I, 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 if you want to take the moral high ground, that's fine. I don't want to hear it. I'm not interested in hearing it. Um, and, and the tweets I did read, I instantly forgot. I don't even know who sent them. Um, the, free, the thing here, what's great about this is he broke the fourth wall. He he made this about Spurs and, and his hatred. And do you know what? Like I've said in the podcast many times, begrudging respect to it because mm-hmm. he understands the rivalry mm-hmm. and good because we get to give it back. And you know we, he got injured. He's not dying. He's not going to miss the rest of his career. His little paper ankles t- bent over again. You know what I mean? Like, fuck you. Like does that mean he's just he's just he hates us. We hate them. It's a part of what makes football great. And um, the whole thing was quite beautiful in the sense that he gave away. That he gave away the ball and we scored our second goal because mm. he gave away the ball but um, Seb Stafford-Bloy has written on our fanzine he's on the Rule of Roost podcast yeah. he wrote a very good article yeah. don't know if it was yesterday or today and you know our fans showed respect to to Marambo who got injured um, Ryan Mason was involved in the battle at Stamford Bridge he got badly injured at, at Stamford Bridge and both fans showed respect because it, it was a really bad injury mm. and Jack Walshall walked off the pitch I think if you asked him, you know, what did he think of it? He'd probably just say, well, you know, it's come to the territory, you know. He, he would I mugged them exactly. off, they mugged me off. And, and that's what football is. People say football, the atmosphere of football is sterile. And I don't think it was massively sinister the way we were, like, sent to fight. Can I ask, what, what were the criticisms, quickly? Sorry, the, I didn't see them. It was two that really, really well. Oh, Jake Humphrey. Yeah, Jake Humphrey and Darren Lewis, who... Yeah. 
uh, tweeted both. Well, Jake Humphrey went went big. Has since deleted this tweet uh, of saying that. Got a screenshot. Those Spurs fans. Uh, Spurs fans. The people. The Spurs fans that cheered Jack Wilshere's injury are an embarrassment to to this great club at the moment, which mm. is just ridiculous. And Darren Lewis uh, and the commentator and Jonathan Pierce on Match of Day during commentary uh, both said unseemly, not great, unnecessary. You know things to that to that effect. And, and I don't know why, but it, it really got me. And Jonathan Pierce is a gooner, by the way. Yeah, you'd think. With people that are working, are that involved with working in inside the game, and are that far removed from it, just shows and proves to me that what I was going to say, what modern football is like then, but what the, the gap. Yeah, there there, there some is Spurs a Spurs fans that have taken on. That's fine. It's it's a nuanced thing. Though. It's not just um, it's it's a minor injury. And I don't think the criticism he got was like... Well, not you minor with him. But. Well, I mean, obviously, obviously there'd be some fans that said, I hope you die, you can't. Love is just laughing, said, oh, you know, you're injured, long, kind of thing, literally. I just, I just think football, you know, people like that who have then, who've, whose jobs rely on the on the whole thing of football being, you know, atmospheres, if it's TV, you know, making it look and sound it's brilliant, that type of stuff, that's part of it. And, I, yeah, it just it really, really wound me up. There was, uh, there was one bit where he was... Injured, and then he went over to the kind of byline, and he was sitting there, and the, the, the physio was with him, and sprayed water on his ankle, whatever, and he was like, you know, tapped himself on the thigh because I was watching, tapped himself on the thigh, stood up, was like a signal to the ref, like I'm coming back on. I started to jog, and he got two or three, and he was like, no, nah, I can't do this. Yeah, he just went down again. <laughs> he, he got. Um, uh, they weren't. They weren't happy. If you watch, if you watch some of the, the, the footage back, you can see he. They asked him to, to carry on whilst they get whoever's coming on ready. Um, and he just he basically takes like you say two steps on the pitch and says no, sits down. And then when he goes through the pitch, he's, he's blanked by Eddie Howe and I forget the assistant's name. Mm. Um, but it's, it's completely blanked. I think uh, I don't think he'll be there next season. I don't think he'll be at Arsenal next season. I no, absolutely not. Else. And it's weird. It's like almost a year now uh, between. Um, that weird tweet that he, he did about Arsenal being strong together, and then posted the statues that are outside the uh, Old Trafford. You know, you know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah, vaguely. Yeah, yeah that was about oh, a year shit, ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> look, it's. Do you know what? There are some Spurs fans who will look at uh, Jack Wilshere and think, "I want, I want you to be physically hurt forever," because they hate him and the hatred that runs through football fans, certainly a rivalry on this level, is real. It's not fucking like for a lot of people. Football is a kind of um, an entertainment, a, a distraction from real life. But with that distraction is also genuine emotion. And a lot mm. of people, the, the hatred of Arsenal is real. You talk to the Barcelona fans that saw Figo coming back in 2002 and the ones that chucked light as bottles of fucking whiskey and ahead of, of a pig. What about this weekend when Bromby played Copenhagen, eight miles apart in, in, in uh, um, Denmark? Denmark. And they were throwing rats on the pitch. You won't like this, T. Um, Al, but they were throwing dead rats at the players. And I don't like. I didn't like that either, right? But that's what you're dealing with. Yeah. You're dealing with people where emotion uh, football conjures such emotion. Can't have one without the other. You can't, and and, and you can't on one level say oh, the passion of the Premiership. Look, listen to the emotion in in the stadium. Listen to that 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 atmosphere. That's all bred. From hatred on, and from hating your 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 opposing team like mm-hmm. Arsenal, so they just cheer when some geezer's injured and has to can't play the rest of the game. That is tame. Mm-hmm. So don't take the moral high ground so you can get clicks on your fucking article. Exactly. And it goes the other way in terms of like you say the joy and the passion. What was it's just right. I was watching. Um, 
I watched the Tottenham man on football gold on 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 the man. It was like a Spurs Spurs v Man City. You know when we won three one when um, Defoe uh, scored. Yeah, Defoe and Bale got that one. And I was showing Rianne. I was making her listen to the crowd to the cele- the crowd celebration when Defoe put us two one up. Yeah. Com- compared to when three one. Um, no, two one was Defoe. Bale was three. Yeah. Yeah, um, when Defoe was, and I said, "Listen to that. It, it's almost when a goal means something like that, and, yeah. it, and it was the a bit, raw. The, it's like a deep, like coming from guttural, right from the gut. Yeah. And then I showed her the third one against Bournemouth, and I was like, "Look, it kind of tails off after about ten seconds." Yeah. And I was trying to show her the difference of, between the two. I mean, she she thought I was nuts, but um, no, but I understand completely. Yeah, and and that, you can't have one without the other. So in it's terms just, of the hor- the horribleness, as they would as these as we call it, or the unseemliness. That's that's where you get all the amazing scenes are when people score last minute winners. I told you about the the story about that game, the three one game, about the geezer. I told it on the pod before, but with my dad, and the only time I've been scared of my own dad is when uh, we were in the Park Lane. For people, many new listeners this season, the P- Park Lane, uh, we were in this game. Spurs were one 0 down, and and this was a time where Man City were like buoyant. They they were they were they'd spent a lot of dough, and shit was clicking for them. I think it was the season when they actually won the league. Well, it was Tevez and um, Aguero. Yeah. Um, and this, we were right next to the away fans in, in the park lane and there was this kid, he must have been 18, 19, <laughs> right? and he was relentless. He wasn't even watching the game. He was just staring around at me, my brothers, my dad, my two dads, essentially, my, my dad and then my brother's dad. Um, weird convoluting family structure, don't worry <laughs> about it. Um, and so we're all sitting there and we're not like, we're not, like me, you know, I, I'm just a normal bloke. But my, some of my brothers look pretty horrible, and, my, and, and certainly my stepdad looks fucking horrible. Like he's, he was, a, he was a pro, uh, semi-pro boxer for a long time. So all I'm saying is, you don't pick on people that look like my brothers and my old man does, right? So we're sitting there, and he's just turning around, giving it constantly. He's doing, he's holding up his hand in an L and pointing at the skin between the thumb and the uh, index finger, mm-hmm. and uh, so like foreskin. That's what he was getting at. So he's doing all this racist shit as well. And we were like silent. We were, we, we're one nil down for 70 minutes. And as everyone knows, we score three goals in six, seven minutes or whatever it was. And we beat them. And the minute we scored that third goal, so we were celebrating the foe like it was crazy. We were 2-1 up very quickly. We celebrated the bow goal, which we, we then knew we were going to win it. And fucking my dad and Rob, my, my sort of dad, uh, he turned around and they would fly. They were both like foaming at the mouth, <laughs> trying to get at this kid, and he was fucking silent. Like it was beautiful. It's like the footballing gods yeah. had come down and struck, they smited him, it's and he was it? just fucking silent. And, and and I looked around at my old man for the first time. He launched past me, and I was like, I don't know who that man is. Yeah. I don't know who he is. Love that shit. Yeah, live for that. And this is football, and this is hatred, and this is rivalry, and this ultimately is what makes it beautiful. Because otherwise, you might as well go and watch. Fencing. All right, we're going to talk about the second half. In the, uh, sorry, the <laughs> tired now, aren't you? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> talking about the FA Cup in the second half of the Fighting Cock. We, we've got other questions, but um, we ran on, and I want to give that game its due because it's going to be special. And now we've got Windy. Yeah. Windy, back to drop the fucking knowledge, blood. I see you, I've got your back. Hi, this is Windy, back with the weekly youth update, looking at our young players and players out on loan. Starting off with the loanees, Clinton and G was an 85th minute sub as Marseille won 4-0 against Saint-Étienne, 
Will Miller wasn't involved for Burton in either of their uh, games on Friday or Monday. Luke McGee played as Peterborough lost 2-1 at home to Fleetwood on Friday and then kept a clean sheet against Wimbledon on Monday. They drew 0-0. Luke Amos was an unused sub for Southend on both days. They won 4-0 away at Chesterfield and then lost 2-1 to MK Dons. Shayan Harrison was a 65th minute sub for Yeovil on Friday. They lost 1-0 at Newport and then he was an unused sub against Crewe on Monday. Connor Ogilvy played the full 90 in both matches for Stevenage. Ryan Loft was an unused sub in the first as he lost 1-0 at home to Morecambe. And then Loft got 10 on the bench against Carlisle on Monday. Finally, Anton Walks was brought on at half-time for Atlanta United as they lost 2-1 to Montreal. One correspondent said he came on at half-time and slotted in next to Michael Parkhurst in place of Gonzalez Perez. He may not be as elegant or polished as his Argentinian counterpart, but he proved that he can certainly fill a valuable role in this team, especially if MLS referees continue to go ham against Atlanta United with the bullshit red cards. Slight partisanship there, love it. Moving on to the U teams, an under-17 squad finished 5th in the Torneo Internazionale de Calcio, which was held over the Easter weekend. In the first match, we beat Pontedera from Tuscany 2-1, two goals from Rio Griffiths in that one. In the second, we beat Pro Vercelli 1-0 with a goal from Jeremy McKendy. And in the third, we were beaten 2-1 by Bologna and eliminated. Our goal came from Jamie Bowden. It was a pretty strong squad with plenty of familiar names from the current under-18 setup. Lots of the first years involved. Oakley Booth, Griffiths, Griffiths, Ioma, Locke and the likes. And plenty of our under-16 prospects as well. Uh, Matt Locke, who's a first-year scholar, was awarded the third best player of a tournament overall. And we also won the Fair Play Award. The under-23s lost 4-1 to Everton last week, though it was a closer game than the scoreline suggested. We had a trialist from Stevenage, Ryan Johnson, who was playing on the left of a back three, an unusual formation for our under-23 side. He had a good game. I personally thought Edwards was our best player. He was probing as ever, although there wasn't much movement around him or ahead of him, so it was difficult for him to really do anything. Hugo Ekiog said after the match, Cy Goddard and Philippe Lesniak were very good and Christian Magoma was very authoritative with good use of the ball, his defending and a good voice. Jaden Brown has done himself good. In the main, he showed flashes of what he can do athletically and in terms of adventure, but he's got to play with more intensity in and around the final third. The boys have got to get used to that. Marcus Edwards at times went past players at will, but the one criticism was that he wasn't ruthless and didn't get shots off. Our goal came when a really useful Edwards run ended with him uh, having a shot which looped back out to Kaziah Sterling who headed home having just come off the bench. Um, in truth we didn't really look like creating a lot more. The under 23s are back in action next week at Old Trafford that's Monday the 24th of April. Listen out for a special youth pod coming up this week and as ever if you're interested in more of the young players follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. <laughs> Second half of the Fighting Cock podcast, um, we're going to be talking about Chelsea and the semi-final in great detail shortly, but before I do that, we're going to give a shout out to a mate of the, of the podcast, we've known Darren Jackson for a long time, he's, um, he, he used to come 1882, he helped us out with printing the fanzine, he's been a, a good, solid geezer for, for us in the Fighting Cock, and um, he's running the marathon this Sunday, as is Bardi, you know, good luck Bardi, um, you know, you're, you're, we know you've trained hard. Yeah. And this isn't going to be an issue for you, and you're going to eat it up. It looks like Christian Bell in a machinist. Yeah, he looks. He's some food body. He's very slim. But um, Darren is uh, less prepared. 
Um, he was, I know, because I, I kind of followed his Twitter and stuff like that, he's been he, in training for a long time, and I know the last month or two he's had problems with his knees and he hasn't been able to train, and he, he's running this week and he's running for Calm, and obviously a charity that's been close to the Fighting Cox Hearts for many years, um, so it's a good thing for you to donate to if you've got some shekels and, and, you're, and, and you're able to, to send some money his way, he's going to struggle, but he's going to get through that 26.2 miles, and he's running for Calm. Um, just just to reiterate, Calm have uh, recently passed two hundred thousand calls taken. So that's two hundred thousand men who felt in a situation where they had to call someone, uh, and 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 that that number ended up being Calm's number. So it's an amazing thing. And in that time, Calm predicted that they've prevented a thousand suicides. That's a thousand lives saved. And um, Darren's running running for calm it's, it's, it's sad and it's powerful and it's emotive um, and again if you've got some money um, send them his way it costs £7 for them to take a call and also £23 to man a phone for an hour um, so for the price of a burger and a beer you could save a life um, his Twitter is at Darren Jackson at, uh, sorry at Darren Jackson 75 and his funding page is virginmoneygiving.com forward slash Darren Jackson 75 uh, so good luck Darren uh, we, we wish good you luck, all man. the best uh, not least because you're a proper Spurs and because all the men not dying uh, right so I don't know how he's going to cope with the semi-final if somehow Chelsea dick us and uh, he's then got to run that fucking <laughs> I mean, how do you put yourself in that mindset I just want to say one thing mm. thank you Wendy thanks Wendy He's actually doing a podcast now, isn't he? Busy boy. Yeah, we're recording the Extra Inch at SNK Studios. A friend of ours, Cave, who, who, who produces Owen the Spurs podcast with Crackers. Another standard, uh, straight, straight up guy. Um, yeah, uh, they're, they're recording the Extra Inch over there now. Is it Extra so Inch or the Youth Special tonight? I might be the Youth Special, actually. Youth so Special tonight, Extra Inch later on this week. Fighting Cock are recording multiple... Multiple mm. platforms yeah, at one one time. You've got podcasts coming His, in your ears. History is being made right now. I mean, fight cock history, yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> so uh, they're recording the the youth update, <laughs> and uh, we're talking about um, porn stars. <laughs> yes. Comparing Spurs to porn stars. That I, I think that's the way games. Wendy would like it. Yeah. <laughs> it could explode on demand. Uh, yeah. So Chelsea at the weekend, massive game. I asked you to think about. What, what memories pop into your head when you think about this game? Um, is v, v Chelsea the semi final. Uh, if you've got something about the semi final, but V Chelsea first and then the semi final. Oh. Um, or whatever. What you got? Right. Uh, no, it's just when semi finals, when you reach the semi final, for me, when you reach the semi finals, it's like such a great feeling. Mm. Well, you know, you're going to be playing at Wembley or back, at, back in the old days. Villa Park. Villa Park or uh, up at Old Trafford. Yeah. Um, that that you know it was glory, and, and now it's at Wembley. Um, still great, but the the one thing that kind of comes into my mind of yeah, semi final day, blah blah blah. Is where's everyone drinking? <laughs> where's all my mates drinking? Well, we went it's out for a fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, like like how smashed are you gonna get? Uh, the whole day is is like mapped out like. Where we're going for the fry-up, where we're meeting, and mm. then it's the drinking after that, and then it's kind of like, oh, we're going to go like local and stuff like that, or, mm. or we're going to get a training. What are you and doing? I don't know yet, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I, I want to know where everyone. I want to know where everyone's going. I, like, I don't want to go to 
Like if you end up going to the Torch or the Green Man, you know that it's going to be like five, six guys deep when you get to the bar, and, and you know when someone's in front of you and it's like your turn, and they say, "Oh, love, uh, yeah, 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 yeah." Uh, can I get forty Heineken? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, mate. So I got there at like half ten <laughs> the other year for the League Cup. I'm just sat in there all busy. <laughs> First ones in, it was great. Was yeah. No, um, you're right. It's it's, it's, it's the whole day. It's the whole occasion. It's such a great day, man. Has it taken anything away from it for you over the fact that it's at Wembley now yes. and not Villa Park or Old Trafford well, or wherever? See, I, I thought it would have done, but I'm so excited about it. I, it, to some degree, it has, but it's still the occasion is it's, it's huge, and it isn't. We're not taking over the whole fucking stadium now. Mm. This is half and half. It isn't going to feel like home. We haven't made it feel like home. Um, I, I, I think this is a fifty-fifty game. Yeah. Um, partly because we haven't been able to play at football, uh, play play at Wembley. If we were playing Chelsea at home in the semi-final, for, you know, for, if a weird um, fantasy world existed and we were yeah. playing at home, then I'd be ultra confident now. But I, I think our experiences at Wembley will have helped us. I, to some degree, we'll be more comfortable than, than Chelsea. But it still feels special. What did you say, Rick? You said no. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, when <coughs> I, I think I think I've been to. Two semi-finals away, like well, but both have been at Old Trafford, Newcastle, and oh, Arsenal. Newcastle. And uh, I, I'll never forget when we played Arsenal uh, up at Old Trafford. Like, loads of Spurs down one road, down the other side of the road, opposite side, like loads of Gooners. And as you can uh, as you can imagine, everyone's kind of like looking down that road. Everyone's jumping on their toes, and everyone's like swearing at each other and that. Mm. Um, but no one had worked out the Spurs fans had worked out that between these roads there was a side alley to get down so you're in the middle of the road and loads of Spurs fans just started pouring down that side road and where all the Arsenal fans were like in front of the police and jumping and stuff all the Spurs fans had gone round that and then just piled into loads of goons. <laughs> and I was fucking wetting myself. That you know, like everyone, you know, when you think you're safe behind lines and everyone's fucking giving it, and then all of a sudden it's fucking on your doorstep, and you're like, holy shit! Mm. Uh, not that I, you know, condone those type of things. What are your memories, Steve? Semi-finals or, or Chelsea? Well, actually, missed the 2012 semi-final. I get my ticket away. Oh shit! You you, you lucked out there. <laughs> oh, I did because you know um, <laughs> worst worst performances. Because I actually had to go to church that day because on the Sunday and um, I had to go to church with my parents and my family and I'm in church. I find that it's one all. So I'm thinking that's that's probably extra time or whatever. I get home and I put the TV on and um, they've got some I don't know Fox soccer sports whatever the fuck they've got going on. I see five. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And then, you know, I realised that it was disallowed gold and all, and all the rest of it. Well, do you know what I remember? I can't even, I can't, I just feel like, I can't even, I must have just completely blocked that out because I, I genuinely can't remember a single thing about that game. Yeah, I, 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 I can't, I can't think, I can't think of anything either. Um, I, I remember kind of sitting there and I remember Drogba scoring, was it 5-1? Did we score? It was 5-1, I think Bell scored. Yeah, I genuinely can't remember a single thing. What, to make it one all? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yes. it might be too. Did, right. we, did we not go one 0 up? So I, it's yeah. funny how your brain saves you from that. Mm. I've like, not watched again because I. There's nothing good that can come from really reliving a horrendous loss. It's like going through some sort of terrible trauma. Like I, I've got a mate of mine, Craig, who happens to be a, a Chelsea fan actually, um, and he had a horrendous car accident. And uh, he, 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 I said, "What do you remember about it? Like he, he didn't walk for nine months. It was that bad." 
And he goes, I remember nothing apart from like the rehabilitation, but the actual injury itself. And I think <clears throat> going through a traumatic experience of getting fucking your arse handed to you by a team that you hate in a, in a semi-final at Wembley in the FA Cup, your brain saves you from that mm. stuff. So it's not, un, it's not, not normal for us to not be able to remember that shit. Um, my, my memory of, of Chelsea in the FA Cup was just the violence outside on Wembley Way and, and, and I've told this story many times in the pod so I'm not going to go over it again but just <clears throat> being with my family and getting into trouble and um, on, you were there as well weren't you and, yeah. and, and my dad getting thrown by a policeman and, wasn't that 08 or was that 12 08 yeah and, uh, and then on, on Wembley Way and Chelsea fan giving it to me thought I was on my own I weren't on my own and uh, Man just got, all, man got served. He got served. That's it. Yeah, and all, all, all. Um, it was just the. It's that, and I, it's not football violence that I like at all. It's just that there was. It was like a melting pot of mm. the things, and we were going into that game, and no one expected much. Spurs were on, kind of on and up, but we'd just binned off Martin Yole. Ramos had just taken over, and it was his third game, I think, for Spurs, and he won that trophy. Alan Hutton, three games into his yeah. Spurs career, he, he, he won a Woodgate with you, yeah. Woodgate, and yeah, and, and, and it, everything worked out on that day. And that's why I can remember the tiny little parts of, of the day because we ended up winning. This Spurs Man United game where we lost on penalties also mm. was similar. In, in, I don't in, remember that. It's, it's, Wembley is a horrible stadium to police. And <laughs> if you go into, if you're going into Wembley at around four o'clock, three, between three and four on that day, don't be surprised if you see some fisty cuffs. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be my first FA Cup semi-final that I've been actually been to. Never. Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't have memories in terms of in terms of that of being of being at games. Uh, the Pompey semi-final loss is a particular uh, harrowing memory. But um, again, I just feel what's so exciting about this year is that I'm like, yeah, fuck it, bring them on, fuck it. Yeah. I think the I think the fact that um, Courtois is carrying an injury, Alonso's got an injury, Chelsea are, um I don't know if you've really covered but it's um, a good time to play them two defeats in three, no clean sheets in ten games. And if you beat them it adds a bit of pressure on their title hopes as well. So um we're on I think we're we're pretty much at our peak right now. The only I mean the only thing that'll probably be better for Tottenham is it'd be if Danny Rose is fit. I think Danny Rose is so important to the way we to the way we play, but I think right now I think we probably feel we can beat anyone and the players probably feel that too. It almost feels like this is the final. It yes. feels a bit like yes. that to me because... You're not even thinking past it. I'm not I know, even, yeah, yeah. I'm not even aware really. I know they're playing <laughs> but I haven't even thought about Man City and Arsenal. No, I know, yeah, I'm exactly the same. Now, one, of the, one of the things I love about a semi-final is where, like, whether you're playing at uh, Old Trafford or Wembley or wherever. I mean, I, I know we've played at Wembley quite a few times now but it's kind of the... Um, the day it's got when the day unfolds, it's the the unknown uh, uh, what what's going to happen like on the pitch and like the kind of the atmosphere and build up t- towards that as well. It's kind of like when you go away in Europe with Tottenham, like it's kind of like all guards are down, everyone's beard up, like anything and everything happens. Like, it doesn't matter mm. what <laughs> whether it's against the law, whether it's stupid, like but just. If you were to freeze frame a moment and just look out over Wembley Way, there are just so many different things happening that I just that's what happens. Cup final, like cup final, semi final, those big occasions, and that's what I'm looking forward to as well as the game. But it's just like 
the whole build up to it <clears> is, a, is, is a fucking absolutely fantastic day man have you visualised what it might be like after full time what in both scenarios no yeah have you had any thoughts about it yeah I, I told you I, I stayed up the other night thinking about it uh it's difficult though because you're. I'm, I agree. I'm, I'm not really thinking past it because this does feel like, the, it, because of the implications I think it could have in the league as well. It, it just feels huge. This game. The eyes of the world are going to be on this this game because of one because of what's happening in the league and the fact that it's because it's, it's the yeah. semi final exactly. Um, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to celebrating on Saturday night. I think what's. See, I haven't thought about celebrating. Go on. I think what's probably not been mentioned so far was um, how does Pochettino manage this? I mean, obviously he's got selection dilemmas, but how does he manage this game in the context of the rest of our season? We have to beat Palace the following Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever the fuck it is. And that's a very important game. But does he... What do you do? Exactly. I mean, he has to kind of motivate the players to put all the all into this game. If we, if the result doesn't go our way, he's got to pick them up. I don't again think they have any trouble motivating. But, but actually, by the same token, Portsmouth in this this time last year was the kind of catalyst for our downfall. Yeah, in twenty ten. Yeah. Mm. No. Twenty. Is that right? Is that when he lost the semi to him? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then we beat Arsenal and Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? It's hard. You can't quantify it because if, it. If, you can't, it. if you can't beat, like I said, motivation, I think, look, you know, if you're going for a title and, a, and an FA Cup double, like you can't get motivated for that, then Jesus Christ. Motivation isn't an issue. No. Motivation It'll, isn't, but it's about fatigue and, and about... Uh, well, what, even what mentally, I mean, if Chelsea demolished us on Saturday... You've got to build us up for the Palace game. It's going to be, it's going to be difficult. So Everyone keeps telling me that that we go, that we need to go and win trophies for everything that we're feeling at the minute to mean anything. So, so going, these players, you know, about, this is what the players will want. They want medals of some type. Otherwise, it, otherwise it means nothing, and they have, that's what they feel they need to have to to, to quantify what they've achieved. Um, then, then they has to go all out. I mean, Wanyama has to play f- for me. So, however that means. Whatever that has to but, but, happen, but why? Because but, but, because I think we're going to need Wanyama to do a similar type of thing actually, as I what th- Herrera did for on Hazard. Yeah, I, th- I, I think you may be right actually because you think Wanyama is possibly the answer against the bigger teams. Mm-hmm. Dyer and Dembele is perfect for for, yes. for a team that's going to sit back. So what does that mean then? So does that mean so if Wanyama comes in, which means Dyer comes out of that too? That means he's either he goes back into a three, which means no, he's, who, out, he's out of the team. Why? It's, it's either one or more die who starts that game. It's not a case of one of them shifting back. So what would so what would it be? So we still play but three so with who plays three it? with two. Oh, you no, it'd be Alderweireld or Vertonghen at centre back with the two four backs as we have them. If he has the, the op- and Wanyama. if he has the option to play three four three, you will play. But surely he's got a match up against Chelsea, isn't he? So I think I, I think Dyer will play in the back three. I think he will. I think he'll go. I think he'll match I up. Can't I can't play three four three without those. Uh, I, I think he'll try and match where he can. I think we'll play three. So I would so those, the the three centre half: Davis and Rose, uh, Dyer, Dembele. Um, I just think Son, I just uh, think um, Davis will get destroyed as a wing back against Chelsea. Well, so do I, but I, don't, I still think that that's what they'll do. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I haven't. I haven't visualised us winning this game, which is weird. It, it's not. It's not actually not weird. It's a throwback to to, to being a Spurs for, for me, being a Spurs fan. I never visualise what everything we can we can have and enjoying it and getting getting your cake and eating it all. 
because mostly you haven't had been able to do that. Have you not let yourself though just sit and do a bit of daily because it's fun? What, do, I, I, I actively sat though. like I said the other night. I actively sat no, and because... felt my brain going, "No, don't do this, don't do this," and then just ignored it and just let myself get carried away. It was lovely. It was really nice. Yeah, but no, but, but, <laughs> because it, it, if you allow yourself, you, you think it's fun, but what you're doing is 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 you're setting yourself up to. To, 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 to suffer the, the pain that, that if we don't win well I, I can deal with that I've dealt with lasagna gates and like I said Chelsea win Chelsea yeah. I can deal with it That's if fine. you're there if I, know, I know you've said that I know you're, you believe that but I, I don't and I, that doesn't help me no, okay, now I mean I know we're built for this shit and, and all that stuff I've said in the past but I won't allow myself to think, think yeah we've got this no problem oh, I don't think that I just mean I have no issue with visualising how brilliant it's going to be when, when we win both <laughs> it's quite funny like hearing you talk about your visualisation on what you're going to do when we win and stuff like that my visualisation is what am I doing before the game and uh, <laughs> where am I drinking yeah. and then my visualisation is afterwards turning to my dad when we've won and saying I'm going to go and meet Flav I'm going to get pissed up and him saying you've got family at home is that a good <laughs> idea me going or we lose and I say dad I'm going to go and meet Flav. Pissed out. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like, is it a good idea? You've yeah. got a family. And then I go get pissed up. Yeah. And then I haven't and thought not, about the in-between. I've thought about, I've thought yeah. about the buns, bottom and below, but the, the bit in the, the meat in the middle, I, I don't really want to think about that yet. What, what have you, um, have you explained to Donna what this means? Does she understand? She, she knows. She knows. She knows that you might not end up coming home that night. Yeah, probably. Mm. She doesn't know that. Probably doesn't. You haven't had this discussion, have you? I haven't had this discussion. Be, like, be, be a grown-up, be a good partner and explain. Be honest, open from the beginning and say, if we win, if we lose, there is a chance that I might not come back. Don't worry, I'm not dead. Yeah. I'm with Flav or I'm, I'm with my mates and I'm safe. But this is a momentous time. And for just for... Sometimes I like to lose control. <laughs> she knows that that's the thing because if I if I lay if I lay the law down and say it's not laying the law it's being honest well, yeah I know it is being honest my honesty <clears throat> is like I will come back to you I'll, I'll come back to you at the end of the evening and that's that's what I'm thinking at that time right until you've had a beer but when you've had a beer and you get yeah. in the moment so and then, you know you Ricky you know you yeah so then just say you understand that after a couple of beers it's party time yeah mm. and uh, you know we know yeah, everybody yeah. knows this you had a couple of beers and you think oh, I fancy a bit I fancy, I, I fancy I mean this could be a good day and yeah. if it ain't a good day I need to party through it yeah so just explain to her shall I text her now yeah yeah you might as well text yeah. her now so look, Rick look, I know what he said to you and he's trying to be a good person but he's not coming home on Saturday night yeah that, that might be uh... that's, that's the way to go man yeah it is the way isn't it I've, I've done it already what well, have you said? I must say, she she does usually know. She usually says if it's if it's again, like she says, are you just going to stay at Flabs or are you just going to stay out? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just say yeah, yeah. But then actually, when we lose, I do end up tend to go home quite yeah, early. Oh yeah, you go home early because I feel like a bit moody and I think oh yeah. cuddle. Go home early. <laughs> no, no, no. Go home early when you're home. Find some extreme porn and just crack on. Take yeah. your anger out on your dick. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so uh, should, do you want to sage I, 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 advice? I know, sorry, I just I don't know if this is uh, I don't know if this is fake news, right? Uh, but I heard that, that um, the Chelsea tickets have gone on general sale for the semi-final. They have offered up more tickets. I don't know whether it's 
general I mean, salmon. Or... Like the end, I know that much. That is like... so that is general salmon, or is it? It's going to members, or it's gone on. Yeah, I saw loads I mean. of yellow. I mean, we Spurs had this situation where you had a loyalty point cut off, and then that kept dropping a couple of times. But that still yeah. means that there's a demand for tickets, yeah. um, and there's still people complaining, or not complaining, but mentioning on uh, to us on email and stuff, and saying, I don't, I don't know why people email us saying, <laughs> can, can I couldn't get a ticket. Can you help us out? And mate, I've got a fucking fifty mates. Well, not fifty. I'm not a problem. But I, I've got at least three or four people that, <laughs> that want a ticket. You said fifty, I, and we all just looked yeah, up. Yeah, I'm just making a point. I, I, I can't. I'm not going to be able to go to find a ticket for someone. Someone I don't know who does listen to the podcast. I'm very grateful, but that say, yeah, I'll sort you out. It, yeah. It's just not. It's. Mm. I mean, it's madness to expect. Yeah, it is. <laughs> really. it's, it's a lot to expect. I've had stuff for Arsenal as well. Arsenal, Man United at home. It's the last game ever to be at Wild Alley. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I know it's what my last resort, but hotspur tickets on Twitter just follow. That's yeah, it. Yeah, you never That's know. It. Yeah. That's it. Put well, the notifications on when they tweet and just get there when they're. And I've, 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 in the past, I've managed to get tickets that way. Not for this, though. Not for this game. No, no. but for some big games, though. Free. Not. What, is right, there, okay, has no. there been. Or is no, 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 no. Uh, okay, is, I, I take your point. It is a question for you. Is there be, has there been a bigger game than Arsenal or Man United at home this season? That you've ever been part of? Arsenal will be big. Man- Manchester United, I know it's the last game, but we, we still don't know for definite it's the last game as of right now. If it was, then, then yeah. yeah, I mean, it's hard to choose between the two, I must admit. Cause... So they're, 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 they're gargantuan? Yeah. So it's not a case of going to Hotspur tickets. <laughs> it's basically, well, yeah, if you ain't got one, forget it. Unless I still hang around the stadium. Someone Which is milling around like some sort of sex pest. Like Spurs sex pest. Yeah. Loitering. Yeah, waiting uh, for tickets. Uh, I went to uh, Oasis at Wembley and uh, I stood behind my mate. You know when you scan your ticket yeah. and shuffled in behind him through the turnstile. <gasps> Did you? Yeah. Is there no? There was no turnstile operator. Well, you know, there's no turnstile operator, but when you go in, the steward says that check you and stuff like that. And I just, you know, when you like do that pissed up thing, you just walk through. Yeah. And then literally yeah, walking. Yeah, and then it, no, no one said shit. Uh, I'm not suggesting that. I'm just saying <laughs> that's, that I did that. Um, so we've got some questions come in uh, actually do you want to do some predictions for the semi-final or should we just leave it leave it <sighs> yeah I'll just leave it I don't want to Silly. Just Silly. even I don't want to say it out loud I've already, yeah. <laughs> I've already tempted fate enough in the last week um, so Charles Hutton on Twitter he says excluding Modric and Bow, which Spurs players from the Premier League area would make it into this team fuck that's a good question you've got a filter mm. yeah can have one. No, you're not doing. You're not rolling up a cigarette mid pod. Well done, Rick. I will, I will well press done, the, right. spot, the stop button. Give me one. No, don't do it. No, you listen. Don't, don't, don't do so it. So who? So who? Uh, who, who would? Who would? Uh, <laughs> Can I have one? Uh, yeah, you can. Please. Uh, who? Uh, yeah, is, so, it, is it squad or starting eleven? Yeah, anyone from the Spurs players of Premier League would Berbatov make it? That, I mean, that's what. They wouldn't what, make over Kane. No. Yeah, that, that's what exactly. I'm like. But Carrick. No. Peak, peak Carrick. No. Maybe. Carrick's a good shout. I think Pete Carrick might. Carrick is a great shout. Yeah. I, I, why, why not? Why not? He's not as good as. He's not as good I as. I tell you what. I tell you what. Or is he? I don't know. King. The only person I can think of is the one and only Ledley King. Yeah. Over who? Dyer. Vertonghen. Vertonghen. Well, Dyer, yeah, but you're... Dyer's the weakest. If we're well, talking about yeah. back three, Dyer's the weakest. But we're not talking about... We're talking about players, so the, the King would have to do Dyer's right midfield, which he couldn't do as well, so... Well, I think he... Well, 
No, he couldn't. King playing midfield for England. Yeah, he, really good. he got, he got good. destroyed by McCormick. Do you remember against Wigan? And in that one game, the first game, absolute, he, was, he was immense. He had, to, had an absolute bad... He had a, he had a terrible game. He had a terrible game against Wigan. And <laughs> we lost that one. And we lost. And that's I, why we bought Bolton. Palacios. Bolton. Bolton. Yeah, that's bollocks. Would a black kid. You ain't having that. No, I think he could. Led the King over. It's over Vertonghen or. Well, fine, Vertonghen then. Yeah, you would have him over Vertonghen. I think Vertonghen and Alderweireld is a perfect partnership. Right and left footed, I don't think. Well, you would, you would choose the fact that he was right-footed and not have Ledley King in. No, but you get the balance Ledley of King's, that, though. I know, I understand, but Ledley King's... The Ledley King's better than Vertonghen as a footballer, don't get me wrong. Is he better than Alderweireld? Teak. No. Ooh. I don't think... You, I, can, I, you, you can't say if King wasn't injured, because he was injured, and I've got to make a decision. Oh, fine, yeah, if, if, we're, if we're not allowed to say that, then yeah, fine. I, I don't want to say it, but it's true. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that sounded like when T first ever mentioned his, his misgivings about Soldado on the pod like two, three weeks after he'd signed and he went everyone was talking about Soldado and you just hear T whisper it if you, can, if you go I can't remember what episode it is but if you listen back to it you just barely hear it and he goes has he done enough <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty much that um, alright Soldado um, so um <laughs> Ziga is one left field possibility oh what instead of Christian? Um, I wouldn't say it's better than Rose now. It's a wing back. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's better than Rose now, but he just had a wonderful left foot. He yeah. did great but free kicks. He wasn't amazing yeah. at Tottenham. He's amazing for Liverpool. I'd take Ziga over Davis now. What's Ziga doing yeah, these that, days? That's not. I mean, that isn't. That's first eleven. That's not. Um, Gen- is Ginola better than? Um, does Gen- is Ginola better than um, Ericsson? Oh god, yeah. But you, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't. It, this is the thing: is Gennaro played in four four two. You wouldn't have him in that. Oh, I think we're being too logical. But uh, yeah. so you in our current system is what you were saying. Would you put Gennaro in there? You wouldn't because no. it requires no, him to run. So no, Gennaro right, wouldn't yeah. get in. No, you're right. In, in Premier League era, so essentially no one. Then that's the answer to this question. No one. I, I would take Ledley King over uh, over Vertonghen. Yes, Carrick. I would take over. Um, I've got. I, I, think, mm-hmm. I think maybe I, I, Carrick is a great shout I don't know who, I don't know how but I, I, I don't know how Instead I would of Dembele. replace Dembele because I love Dembele but well, Carrick is, is a, that is Premier League era no because it be Harry Kane much. scored more yeah. league goals than Klingsman have yeah. in, in a single season so no who else did I love Sharon Sharon is number 10 what do you think Sharon over Ali Oh, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I would. It would have been interesting in this era, in this era of, of number oh, tens and whatever it is you call them these days. I would. I Sharon would get in there. Yeah. Sharon was magic. Yeah, he would get. In. Someone actually added us. Yeah, they don't support Tottenham, and they said the, the man who can't be named. And what out of, out, out, over out of error? No, 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 no. I don't care. But over for Tottenham. No, don't care. To. No, no. We said, we said no. What a horrible thing to bring up. I didn't get there. I didn't get there. What, well, it's not a mate of yours? No. Sure. I'm 100% sure. All right. But, but, do, do what you're doing, just trying to think of plays that I used to love back in the day. Yeah. And I'm like, Stephen Carr? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Stephen Carr would have been... Paul a... Robinson? Robbie Keane. Oh. Robbie Van der Vaart. Robbie Keane. Van der Vaart. Van der Vaart. Oh, Van der Vaart. Oh, Vaart. Doesn't, doesn't Too inconsistent. Doesn't, doesn't work Couldn't play an hour, could he? Doesn't Fuck, what was I going to say? Uh, that's gone to work. All right, don't worry. Let's move on to more important one. Uh, you don't, you guys don't. Have to, you three don't have to answer this. Uh, is if, is it paedophilia if you wank over a photo of yourself <laughs> as, as a child? And that was from uh, Serenio on on Twitter. Sick bastard. 
What is it? Because it's not like it's your own, you, yourself as a child. If you wank but over it's yourself, a child, as a child, isn't it? But, I mean, yes, it's it's like having a wa- yeah. It is it's a bit bigger. like you know, if you wank over. Actually, no, 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 I'm not going to say that. No. <laughs> it is, it is paedophilia. It's still it a child, is. even if it's yourself. It's yeah. a weird dimension where you're no, just a weird life where your your family photos, you dig them out, you find a picture of yourself, and go, hmm. It's looking pretty good there. You look a bit of alright, yeah, Flav. That's weird, man. It it's, weird. it's a weird one. It's one of the darker questions, mm. um, but we did agree to tackle it. Yeah, I don't feel did like we? you. I don't we tackle the big issues there. I don't feel like you're you lot attacking it. You're just going it's weird, which isn't enough. No, it's it's, 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 it's a uh, child. It's yeah. yourself. Peter, yeah, you are having a tug over a child. You're, you're in that age. Bracket. Don't talk Peter. to me like I'm agreeing with it. Well, it's I don't. Like you you said I'm we asking ta- you for. You I'm said, asking you. You, to, you said we weren't tackling the question. I've tackled it. Yeah. You're having a tug over a child, and you decided to put this question in. Okay. So I'm, I'm taking that as a as a as a route that you agree with it. All right. Fine. Pedo. You're under that age, man. Yeah, any, anything as a child is is uh, is paedophilia and uh, steer clear. Yeah. Uh, Miko Kekkonen on Facebook, he says, Joshua King to Spurs, would he be a good fit relieving Kane and or Ali from the bench and give those guys some rest? He's Time better than Janssen. That's my answer for everything. He's better than Janssen, so yes. Never seen him. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> I can't That's give an honest answer, answer, I'm afraid. Yeah, don't care. Probably shouldn't yeah. have been the running order. Um... Last question, Helena at uh, Birthday Girl eighty one. He says, she says, could you fall in love with someone if you knew that person was an Arsenal fan? Firstly, love is a, a complicated thing, and, and you can't help what the heart wants. Um, and if you happened to fall in love with an Arsenal fan, it wouldn't be your fault. But that doesn't mean that you can't be unhappy. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't be unhappy. Will you be happy this season? What I'm saying is, you have a choice still. You have a choice, ha- choose happiness and be with an Arsenal fan, or you choose unhappiness and do the right thing. I, I, it would change, it, genuinely, it would, it would change something in terms of, of just what the type of person that supports Arsenal is not, generally not t- the type of person that... It, it does change stuff for me. I have family members who I, I, I feel less for because of that. Hmm. I've not seen the film Outbreak, but I know Flav's a proper film nerd, and I believe in that film. What, were the monkeys? Is that, is that where they got like got the suits on and a fly breaks behind the suit? And yeah, get... it's, about, it's about a virus that gets... like mon- uh, But scientists are breeding this sort of super virus yeah. in order to use it as a, a weapon of, of chemical mass destruction. And uh, who's in it? For Josh, John... yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter what, what, what. So the point I'm making is that if someone in your circle... In that type of a circle, like your your other half is an Arsenal fan. It's like outbreak. They've you know they've poisoned this mosquito. The virus has got behind your mm. circle. I mean, when I when we play Arsenal and I see the red shirts, the white sleeves, the fly Emirates, the wanky fans in the in the top right hand corner of the park lane, seeing them smiling. Let's no, be. I want them dead. Mm. So I don't want Go that on. in my circle. Well said. So you lot of flight for gone. Uh, first of all, like if you if you uh, if you get with a girl first night, sleep with her, find out she's a gooner, you got off on the wrong wrong footing for me. Kick her in the head. Because like one night stands, mm. probably not the best place to build a relationship on. Um, and then if what if it's just a, a nice respectable dinner? No, no. Doesn't... Yeah, but then but then if you know <coughs> someone and you know they're a gooner mm. and you're going you're going down the, the, that path. 
Don't go oh. down that path. Don't go down that path. You know it's. Going I'm going to play devil's advocate you know. here. You throw your mobile phone in the Thames. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just don't, like you know, you, you know, if if you go down that path, you know what's going to happen. Just don't do it. Have you ever heard of an honour killing? An honour yes. killing. Yes, yes. I have. I've heard of it. Yes. It's a, generally it's around when a, a young lady falls in love with someone she shouldn't, and just be punished and, and killed. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you going to no, I've got nothing else to say. Oh, okay. If you don't know where I'm going with this, then maybe you I should, you should all look, look in the mirror and take stock of what you've become. <laughs> because all of you have children, yeah. and what the heart yeah, wants, the heart wants. I know, I, I don't agree with It is never acceptable, ever, to fall in love with an Arsenal fan at mm. all. It can't. It's to be fair, it's very it, common. What do you mean? It's, it's weird. It's, 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 I wouldn't say it's common as in it's a majority, but there's a lot of couples who. Support opposing teams. No, but that's fine. Most people want dick or or or, or, or funny. They, they want. That's fine. Like I, I, that override, overriding desire to get laid and to fall in love and to have someone to love and hold is more important to most people. It's than, a more basic human need than than the support of your club. Yeah, yes. I mean, it keeps you alive. Generally, you know, people keeps people happy. So what we're we're, we're at a position of privilege where we can. Um, we can pick and choose whether or not we want to fall in love with an Arsenal fan. You can grind... But some people need that. You can grind it out sometimes because uh, my wife was Liverpool when we first met and everyone knows if there's a club that comes anywhere near how much I hate Arsenal, Same. it is Liverpool. Same. Um, and just over the years, you know, grind, just ground it down until... You know, till she's... Was she proper Liverpool though, right? She's, she's really, fairly Liverpool. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah. she named the entire first team... Probably uh, not. Probably not. Uh, well, I don't know actually. Yeah, she not. didn't have a chance. Test her. But uh, yeah, okay. See what happens. Yeah. But you know, you're. She's probably you no. Know, it's rare that you meet someone who's as into football as as you are. Like if my missus was a staunch Arsenal fan and she she loved Arsenal as much as I love Tottenham, and that would have come up pretty quickly. Mm. I would have had massive issue, and it wouldn't have probably wouldn't have gone far further yeah. unless yeah. she was willing to give it all up and said, "Don't mention those cunts again." But we being adults about this, yes, is, yes. isn't love more important? No, no, because Tottenham is love, isn't it? Yeah. Your football exactly. club's love. Throw them in the bin. As a human being, throw them in the bin. Yes. Yeah. What if you accidentally have a kid that goes in the bin? Yeah. As a fetus. No, because you can. No, you no, can. No, no, you can that's, a, that's a bit much. What do you mean that? Much? Not that. What, why do you have to say? Why do you have to say fetus as well? well? That's what we're talking yeah, about here, lads. So we, so we, so we, we being serious about this stuff, or yeah, are we, we pissing are. about here? Well, we do tackle right, the big issues. issues. If you had an Arsenal fetus, would you fry it in the bin? Mm. <laughs> 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 you're all, you're all staunch. <laughs> I'd cleanse, I'd cleanse a fetus. Yeah. You're all staunch yeah. about your opinions ten, five, ten minutes ago. I'd throw, I'd cleanse it. If I could, if I can raise my fetus to not support that pile of shite. Mm. Then I'd I'd I'd, I'd put myself it. in the yeah. bin. I take my chances. Yeah. Got to make a decision early. That's the point. That's right. All right. That's been the Fighting Cop podcast. I mean, look, this is a massive week for Tottenham. Forget the league. It's all on this game Saturday, Wembley against those scumbags. After stadiums, ours. After pubs, ours. Hundred percent of the streets, ours. Let's fucking have it, lads. Come on, Amazing! Amazing! Can we don't give a
Everybody funny, funny like a dummy in the bummy of your mummy ha, ha. Fighting cock and we don't give a shit Everybody knows flat face a prick We can get a sticky in the mini, suck a willy When you're getting grilly, yeah, you gotta bang the milli bang, bang. Podcast Network. Sports Social 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 Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply